0: Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. But if you'd like to stay, let's
1: let's get get hammered. hammered.
0: What is going on, people? This is Point (laughs) Hammered, episode 156. 150 Schwick's. It's uh, fucking late July. Steamy. The summer of storms. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. storm of chaos. It's
0: better the storm of chaos it's, it's than backer. the thimble winter. <laughs> 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 I Good guess. Point. I had to take one. Uh-huh. So, what uh, what have you been up to, buddy?
2: Well, I've been pretty busy, John, over the last few weeks. Right after our last cast, I had Twinfinity headed over to the Twin Cities. <laughs> There was yeah. actually a mega storm there. Oh, yeah? As we're talking of storms. Huh. But I had a good time playing Infinity over at the Fantasy Flight Game Center. Okay. Blast there room with Chris Yu, Grandfetter, and Tip Sword. Okay. And, uh,
0: Sounds like a fun crew.
2: It was a good time. Yeah. Took on player's choice. And then that was about it. After Afterwards, it was kind of weird because I was, once again, in a position where I had all my models painted. So... Oh. I kind of just worked on some various Infinity Terrain projects. I was pretty pumped afterwards after seeing all the tables and tables of terrain over there. Yeah. And just in the last couple of weeks then, I've started assembling stuff and buying new models. So I actually won a Red Veil box, just like in their random raffle they have for participating. So it's sure. like a 100, 125 buck box set that had the Yu Jing and the hawka stuff. Okay. So, I decided to keep the red veil or not the red veil, the yujing side of everything. Oh. Because Time pretty much all in. the factions I kind of have like a at least a low level interest in. I yeah. do like the Yu Jing stuff cuz they can seems like they have a little bit of everything, sure. which I like. It's not restrictive and uh, I wanted to get something going. I'm probably just going to paint these seven guys up and then I'll have them to run some demos and stuff like that. Cause okay. if I want to show people right now, you know, the local, the saga crew up in Wausau or snake eyes boxcars guys, mm-hmm. I don't have, I just have my pano stuff. So I don't even have sure. uh, a different faction to play again. So that's the idea there. Otherwise I've been mostly on a saga kick. Um, for the last probably half year between saga and infinity, I've been more interested in infinity and yeah. playing infinity. But, um,
0: the pendulum swung yeah it
2: swung (laughs) to the to the saga side of things so i am building a new saga warband eastern romans that'll straddle a few different eras from the late arthurian up to crescent and cross crusades type era so it'll be a multi-use warband and eventually i'll be able to expand it with the Varangian guard guys which
1: are super cool
2: (laughs) um the grouping beast models are kind of shady overall, but the the Varangian guard guys, any of the eastern Vikings with like the strange conical helmets and like the weird face masks with chainmail sure. and eye pieces and stuff look really awesome. Okay. So I'll probably expand into those guys. But
0: so you're gonna start a whole new force then. Yes. How many models does something like this take?
2: Well, I got a box of Romans, uh, late Romans that I'm using and there's forty four models in there. That is basically all you would need for the whole army. For the whole army, potentially, mm-hmm. but the Eastern Romans, at that period. They were getting into cavalry, so they had like cataphracts and stuff like that. So really heavy, heavily armored. Yeah, you know, they at that point they were moving away from the infantry, kind of more towards like a Eastern war mindset with a more emphasis on calves. So like your elite guys are on horses. So I got some cavalry coming. Okay, and then actually some step tribes dudes. Uh, step tribe guys as well because at that point you they're hiring a lot of stuff out anyways so um, you're being constantly assailed by nomadic peoples mm-hmm. so it's, sometimes it's easier just to hire them sure. uh, rather than and de- you, defend uh, against the next
0: wave what do you do for a behemoth in that forest you got like a beer swilling giant <laughs> or a <laughs> dragon or something uh, <laughs> not, not quite uh, but,
2: mammoth what do they no, have? No, nothing? no, mammoth, nothing, nothing like that. Oh, oh. okay. But <laughs> yeah, so that'll be fun, and I'll be able to expand it out into various avenues after that. So,
0: so is everybody into the to the saga thing? Is that just a
2: um among the old crew? Yeah. Well, we did a campaign with everybody, but afterwards. Butch and Andrew are ready to get back into AOS. Sure. And they sold off their stuff. Yeah. Uh, but the other guys are, and then there's a group of younger guys up in wassa that I hooked up with. Okay. And they play a variety of games. They they were never really into AOS or Warhammer sure. at all, but they do bolt-action saga. They're talking about getting into Kings of War and stuff. So mm. it's, they're a cool, cool group of guys, so hopefully I'll be able to get some more games in with those sure. chaps. But lastly... I've been doing some Shadow War on the side with the Snake Eyes Boxcars Boys. What? And it inspired me to pick up a couple more Necrons for use in the trash can Necron Force. So I think I maybe talked a little bit about this last time, but I just picked up a ten warriors, some immortals, and I'm just gonna come up with a scheme that I like and is easily to do in mass. So I could potentially expand them out. If if I found the 40K stuff interesting. sure. Yeah, I knew that. That's the latest buzz going around. But, yeah, so three different projects. So <laughs> I'm doing a little bit of each uh-huh. and accomplishing basically nothing week after week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So at some point I'm going to have to drill down and kind of hammer one of these. Probably probably the Saga stuff and get it.
0: Seems like the biggest one, right? It got yeah, nice it is. It, the...
2: it really got out of hand once. I started looking at everything.
0: That's about right. You'll see yeah, that I'm in a it's similar way. Typically.
2: <laughs> typically, how it goes. So, yeah, I've been busy. How about how about yourself, my man? Well,
0: surely. So I think last time we met, I was painting a diva for Infinity. So, I finally got around to finishing her. Put a post up on the blog for that. That was a fun little project. I like the Infinity models because I can paint them up well in eight ish hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean. Cause they're small and, and there's a lot of detail, but it's, it's enjoyable in that regard. like so. It's like one full tactical unit on the battlefield. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so then I had committed to the Midwest meltdown and, and then that meant I had to rebase a bunch of models. So I rebased from squares to rounds, 32 one gore which I will point out is the second time I rebased those cocksuckers because they used to be on different sized square bases and then with the last edition switch I had to switch them. And now with this edition I had to fucking switch them again. So the Ungoras are rebased yet again and looking good on rounds. I like it. So then I had to rebase the cockatrice and one of the Bray shamans. Uh, So I got all that done. That was probably a two-week project of dicking about. And then... Came up with a list. I went with chaos rather than ogres or destruction like I had been before. So I did a bit of a mixed chaos list, but mostly it was war herd or mm-hmm. essentially beastmen. So apart. you still got
2: more beastmen on squares waiting to get done? Or did you do all of them?
0: No, I only did the ungor. Okay. Mostly I was short on time. Mm-hmm. So. so the list ended up being pretty cool, though. It was a Doomball sale. sail. Three Minotaur units, three Ungor units, a Cockatrice, and a Gorgon.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'll
0: talk a little bit more about what my thoughts were and my strategy going into that in a bit. But suffice it to say, my intention at Midwest Meltdown was to play something new and try and learn some different aspect of the game. So my strategy was going hyper-aggressive with a super fighty force and just see what happens. So mm-hmm. I did end up taking Best painted in there, so that was cool. And mm-hmm. it was it was fun because it was down in East Peoria, which is about five, five-and-a-half-hour haul from here. But you go from, like...
2: Is that adjacent to Peoria? Yes, yeah, just that, on the other oh, side okay. of the
0: river, the Illinois River from Peoria. And it was fucking hillbilly town, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, holy shit. there's a, It was just entertaining. There were no smokers at this event but me. So I was just outside smoking alone a lot, and then later on there was like a family reunion going on in the other ballroom. So there's just all these people out there smoking and fucking, nice. and they were drunk. So man, it's it was a it was an interesting town. <laughs> it was cool. Tommy McClure took me over and showed me his house, the mansion they built, and okay, and his wife and the little, yeah. the little kids, and
2: probably the last time probably in four or five years since we I think the last time right I went down for like a rampage in a game store down there. So.
0: So, yeah, that was fun. And cool. in Tom in time, I met Domus's wife and his son. And um, probably one of the highlights of the weekend, once again, was playing fucking pirate dice. I'm still <laughs> undefeated in pirate <laughs> dice. Is
2: that a game played with normal dice? Yeah. Or is that a special?
0: That's just dice and cups. Okay. Everybody has fives, and you kind of bid on how many of each number you think is out there. Ah, and if you okay. get called, you lose a die. And if you're right, whoever tried to call you loses a die. Mm-hmm. But essentially, it's about a little bit of basic math, and a whole lot of bullshit. And, uh-huh. So I'm really good at both those things. So much to fucking Big Kevin, man. He's, he's perplexed how I keep winning. He's like, you know, it could have been luck the first time, but like you didn't lose it all again. Like, it's, there's got to be something more to it. So now I have a reputation going. Uh-huh. The game is so fun, it encourages me to drink heavily and then just laugh and get obnoxious. Okay. A really good Sounds like that, the man. usual then. <laughs> well, I'd be pretty old, so... So, anyways, I'll talk about my li- my more on my list and my, what my strategies were later. But project-wise then, so when I came back, I decided I had sort of base-coded the Frostlord on Stonehorn. So, I decided to buckle down. I'm going to commit to finishing that dude for Adepticon. I'm going to try and do All right. Destruction and Bullogores at Adepticon. It's and only then, nine months to go, John. Clock's <laughs> ticking. No, nah, I think I'll get there because... I'm going to start putting more time to that. Um, And then after that, I'm going to commit to a new army. I'm going to do Zinch. Uh, I really like the Zangors. The Acolytes are all right. I'm not a big fan of the muscly thing, but I did read through Mm -hmm. all the fluff, and I thought it was really enjoyable. So there is a fluff reason for why they're all fucking muscly armed.
2: They just work their glamour muscles. If you look at those legs, they... They don't. Do, they don't do leg stuff. They're not working their core.
0: So I think so you can't the core. respect that. They're not <laughs> working the legs. They so yeah, lower body. But so, anyways, I really like the models. I really like the idea. And what's kept me from really jumping in before is I just wanted to play a positive army, uh, someone in the order category. Because mm-hmm. since I played dwarves, I'd never done that. It was a long time ago. But in the end, it he said the Zinch thing's awesome. The models are cool. I really want to fucking paint a, one of the big chickens. So. Yeah, after I finish this Fuck Frost, Lawrence and Stonehorn I'm going to commit to a zine Charmy. So I've been looking at models I need to come up with a 2,000-ish point list Is going to be my next goal So I read through all the fluff And now I'm going to start Reading through the War Scrolls To figure out what the fuck I want to take And I'm also going back And re-listening to All the podcasts That did a review of the book so, mm-hmm. But I just restarted so The Garage Hammer one Which was book? far as I was just a few months old uh, Okay
2: Yeah, it looks cool Something yeah, the art's, art's awesome.
0: The fluff's awesome. So I'm going to jump in whole hog on a whole new AOS army. And then. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> after that, not after, probably once I get that rolling, I'm going to rebase the Duarden. So all my dwarves oh, are going to get a rebasing. And then I'm either going to sell them off or I'm going to play them and then sell them off. So okay. the army's awesome. It's well painted. It's still one of my favorites because it was my first, but uh, yeah, so there's like probably 250 to 300 models there that are going to require rebasing, so it's going to be quite a project, but i uh, kind of looking forward to it, and it'll get the old breathe some fucking life into those, and then maybe after Zeench, if, if I'm enjoying it, I'll jump in and add some more Duarte and do some overlords, and throw them in. So. Yeah. So I'm really fucking bitten by the AOS bug at the moment.
2: Well, yeah, you raise a good point, too, about selling those, like, the square bases versus the rounds. The oh, only thing they're like good it, for is Kings
0: of War, if you yeah, sell them square. So,
2: like, most people are going to look at them and be like, Ugh, I got to... Yeah. It looks gotta, like war.
0: There's not a lot of effort to rebase them. So, mm-hmm. that's... I would rebase them before selling. I thought about this. So I was thinking about my demon stuff. Yeah. If I was
2: going to... So, I've got the demons and the wood elves, and... Painting the demons and stuff is such a chore that I don't even like doing. That whole process was so time-consuming. All the
0: spray painting and...
2: Yeah, put the layer and then the scratch sculpting the bases and stuff were, so- were a big hassle. But then I'm like, well, you know, since they're on squares, you know, should I rebase them to RAM? But then at that point, it's such a hassle. Some of those are built into the... Yeah, the, the stalag, mites or tights, whichever whichever it is. With
0: the Ungor, I found you can... If you use your clippers right, you clip the side and kind of twist, the fucking glue and shit that's on the base will pop off. And okay. then you can just reattach yeah, it to another...
2: That That's actually probably true for the epoxy sculpt. It, yeah, it probably it would is. pop off. Um, but then you... You're still gonna have to do some more sculpting and right. stuff to tie that's it right. into the rounds, and, and there's the downside. You might have to of re-, a... <laughs> re, re, uh, might have to repaint the the whole bases to bring out those manage. colors. Yeah.
0: So yeah, that's that was one of my issues with yeah. the with the Ungors and the Cockatries. The Browns I have aren't the same Browns I use on those bases. So if you look really close, you can see. But when I was like going the, through doing the dark brown, it's like a on the whole base.
2: range of paints ago. I, yeah, I are, tried,
0: well, I tried to like. You just gotta like. Overlap it and water it down a bit, and just try and make it blend. And it, mm. in the end, it like no one would ever notice that, but me. But yeah. But so, anyways, I was thinking if I run with this demon theme, and make some decent progress, I could uh, leverage some of what you did. Maybe do some tentacle guys, and we could come up with a really awesome theme team force.
2: Oh, that's possible. So we We'd do have. If I option. didn't have to do shit, Explore. that would you definitely have to. For once would, would definitely on uh, <laughs> increase the likelihood.
0: You you'd probably have to rebase to rounds. But mm-hmm. but yeah, that but might be something I was going to do anyways. Yeah, so yeah, so if I, if keep pick that the in right mind.
2: Models, okay.
0: <clears throat> so yeah, I'm really stoked on AOS right now. I mean, I'm and just hobby in general. I'm I'm uh gonna open up the door and put the word out and do some conversions for other people. So take some commissions and do some conversions. Right. Like I'm I'm not gonna do any painting, but the conversions door are fun. It's open keep the brain working so if anybody's looking for some conversions hit me up and uh, i don't know i'll get your price. want some cool shit cool so yeah i've been up to a lot and doing a lot of thinking so event of the week what do you want to talk about midwest talk about meltdown infinity?
2: when do you want to talk about the meltdown um is this a meltdown i was gonna talk episode?
0: about my aos strategy rather than doing a sex toy today uh, okay let's uh actually do some hobby talk rather than just fluffing away wow.
2: At bullshit <laughs> wow <laughs> uh, Twinfinity. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have much to say about that
0: I assume you it were on a good time. an infinity podcast and discussed it in depth um,
2: no not really no okay. I don't think so there was a little short video about it but there so, isn't that much to say
0: how many games do you play in an is this a two day event
2: yeah it was a two day event it was five games
0: and how many, the, oh, approximately how many models is your force? Like, is it 300 points?
2: Yeah, it was a 300-point tournament. That seems to be the standard.
0: And I think for me that was like five, 14 or 15 models.
2: Yeah, there there really isn't a set number of games sure. per se. The five games were nice because the games are only two hours long. Sure. So if you only have two games on Sunday, you're kind of, you know, we're, I think I was out of there before before four o'clock driving home so that was really nice
0: yeah same thing with After, the meltdown we started early we're out of there by three
2: uh and then the uh but i've seen you know even big events will sometimes be just four games in one day sure you know this is a big thing that people will fly in driving for <laughs> and it's just a one day four game okay. thing but otherwise six games too you know they're quick enough that they can squeeze them in so there's no set thing okay yeah, mm-hmm. i had a blast it was really huge Seventy some folks Holy shit. flying. In. People are flying in from all over. Yeah, and stuff. I did have a fun thing in the morning, so I stayed with Tip Sword, Federer. Ute, and they came in on their own, and then I was at the store. Probably used my terrain and stuff setting up, and they just gave me some like food tickets. <laughs> and then in the morning, I was trying to find where the hell I was supposed to eat, and yeah. I found like a ballroom where people were eating food and stuff. And then um, so I popped out. I asked some official-looking person, like, "Is that?" is that where breakfast is and they're like oh yeah so i went in there i loaded up started eating and then this like uh, younger chick early 20s just like sat down next to me and i'm like well this doesn't happen normally <laughs> Something's and up. like started just chatting me up and then she's like oh what uh what school are you from and then i was like um what what's going on here and uh i was in a room for like some kind of track and field thing. and i was like <laughs> i was looking around and they're, like oh yeah these are mostly like high school students and, and like fit. chaperone yeah. stuff and everybody's pretty fit and stuff <laughs> and then it took a while to figure it out but I, I was like oh no i'm here for uh you know a gaming thing up a fantasy flight and i'm like yeah it's infinity and she's like oh what's infinity so i was like <laughs> i think you <laughs> just felt compelled to keep the conversation going <laughs> and then uh by the end i had figured it out Mm -hmm. i was like well Mm -hmm. thanks for letting me eat here (laughs) i'm out of (laughs) here so sure it was good times um yeah that's all i have to say about that
0: yeah (laughs) i'm not sure what else to say about meltdown for oh i'll talk about the food (laughs) yeah Uh, how'd the food go paid any hilarious mix-ups big john to fucking uh some pork sandwiches for us so it was oh standard, cool yeah I saw Monday a photo and included cause so he, he had a went to
2: school to be a chef they, or they something yeah <laughs> sure. chef, chef
0: John whatever the fuck it was uh huh so, yeah that was really good um yeah so food was solid for fucking Saturday lunch decent yeah we went to the fuck at this place called the Burger Barge I'm like Friday it. night and it was fucking gross dirty in there like the menu it was like right down by the water it was really humid and fucking uh-huh. shit there was no AC it was all the windows and doors are open so there's fucking flies all over you. And, like, the menus are just... There's mold all around the outside edges of them. I took a picture of it. It was so bad. Oh, my god! But the fucking food was epic. (laughs) They had these things called the Rusty Anchors that, like, Gonzalez and another guy got. It's, like, a big basket of fries, chili thrown in there, onions chopped up, a bunch of fucking cheese sauce, and... It looked like oh it was gonna God, cause a rusty yeah. anchor later. <laughs> so, but it looked fucking delicious. And my br- I had a Mexican burger, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So check Maybe out the yeah. burger barge if you're ever in East Peoria. Just <laughs> don't expect a clean place, man. Yeah. I think in Peoria that area, I think there's a Joe Rogers uh chili shack or something like that. Oh yeah. yeah. Saturday we went. ironically enough, we went to johnny's italian steakhouse oh, nice you know
2: joe rogers chili <laughs> yeah. some johnny's steakhouse
0: <laughs> so it was really good but it was slow as all shit mm-hmm. anyways yeah you've been reading anything i'm gonna talk about books under my obsession because i've fucking read like five books lately mm-hmm. but so i'll just be brief here i have like an hour left in the complete game of thrones listen through that i've been doing <laughs> And it's funny how your interest fucking waxes and wanes as it goes on. Because some characters you're just not fucking interested in. You're just tired of hearing their fucking shit. Uh, another Aria chapter. Yeah, and some of them you're like, oh, this is so good. So, really mm-hmm. hit or miss, man. And That's it's cool. fucked That's... up how much shit you forget. Like, Oh, yeah, there's yeah. so much going on. I forgot the Dornish Prince gets himself killed <laughs> by the dragons. And I forgot... <laughs> Uh, Daenerys, like, there's a whole chapter that
2: storyline
0: where she's like out at Drogon's lair and just trying to figure out how the fuck to get out of there. And there's a few other things, but Mm
2: -hmm. as I recall, the last kind of amps up towards the end, doesn't it? It does. The, The Victorian chapters uh is the fleets the iron fleets coming in closing in and yeah like and taking like, merchant ships first we took two ships the next day we took three
0: <laughs> the grandfather um, yeah that, that 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 one i've already got through and it, right like they're about it's to like amping and, up you're like fuck yes and there's like a blockade on the port because the yonkai are attacking Mirin or are about to attack Mirin. and um the old knight the hand daenerys's hand like imprisons the king because she's disappeared for months and ah, so then yeah. he imprisons the king for attempting to kill the queen and then he's essentially <laughs> running the show but he doesn't want to be and yeah. now they're, they're like trying to negotiate to like <laughs> make like peace <laughs> and the Yankees are like fuck you so now they're about to he's about to like go out and kick some ass so they leave it at that point and then Jon snow the last thing that happens is he gets fucking stabbed by the black brothers mm-hmm so you don't know what happened to him. So, yeah, they just he just leaves a bunch of shit hanging. I've
2: got his magic
0: sword, bastard. Yeah. The audio version is really cool sounding. Yeah, totally. Cause bastard. <laughs> <laughs> they talk about how he's got Mance Raider's head on the wall. Uh-huh. And he fucking skinned all six of the spear wives and all this shit. Uh-huh. But Super you know it's brutal. bullshit because they got away. But they must have caught somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, that, that some of that shit's really exciting and then some of it, you just, nah. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. so worth listening to so what have you been listening to her reading i'm reading
2: the the jungle the old upton sinclair novel ah, sure when i was searching for the free version of the jungle book online <laughs> on the public domain side i noticed the jungle was there as well i sure. never read it so i finished finished the jungle books and then i'm like eh, i'm not going to do any research to figure out anything else i'm just going to start this see what happens and it's kind of funny because you you know that it has something to do with like the meat industry and mm-hmm. sh- exposing like how the practices are bad. But it's really funny cause the, most of the book is about just the exploitation of people and just the horrible working conditions. Uh-huh. And then there's like one little side note about, Oh yeah, the food's really gross too. <laughs> and like, that's what everybody was concerned. About. Like, hold on, my sausages <laughs> might be. I don't care about it this this human take. exploitation of these people and the horrible conditions <laughs> where people are getting injured and killed. Uh, but I'm am concerned about you know some chemicals in my sausage, and we, we need to get a industry create the FDA to <laughs> to handle it. So <laughs> that that part was kind of bizarre. Yeah, but uh, the book was really good. I'm always interested in tales of uh, suffering and survivors at sea. Human strength. And, and uh, just people going through miserable circumstances. So it really, really hit that mark there for me. So and I'd re- I recommend it.
0: <laughs> you should start watching my 600-pound life on the <laughs> uh, internet. I think I've... Uh, and so I've caught a few episodes, and there's some definite human misery there.
2: Yeah, whenever me and the wife go out of town or stay at a hotel or something we get cable you know yeah. so it's kind of like ooh little treats and <laughs> we always end up watching some show about fat people <laughs> and eating it seems so <laughs>
0: that's probably up her alley just gotta get some friend's internet cable password and then you can fucking wide open yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what she's been doing <laughs> anyway current obsession so I've been reading a lot of books okay uh, so I finished a book called And All the Stars by Andrea K. Coast, and that was the aliens take over earth scenario for young adults and it's definitely young adults from the perspective of like a teenage girl Mm -hmm. but it's a quick read maybe 200 pages 250 pages and it was really good because it was really unique ideas so the whole alien invasion the way the aliens think act behave seems very different than anything else i've ever read and just how the alien physiology is so it's worth reading just Mm -hmm. for the interesting ideas takes place in sydney and yeah, there's some global aspects because it's in the modern age. So the internet's there and the aliens keep like the internet alive. So there's a lot of like online video talk and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So check cool. that out. It's called And All the Stars if you're looking for something different. And then I read Neil Gaiman's latest book called Norse Mythology. He's essentially retelling Norse myths and it's with his little twist on it. Mm-hmm. So if you're familiar with the Norse myths, then you know the stories he's telling um, so the, it was really good. It was also a really quick read. It was maybe a 200-page book. It was, I think it's new. I got at the library, and it was only on like a 14-day loan, so it must be his newest one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recommend cool. that as well if you're into the Norse myth. So that was Neil Gaiman. And then I read Doom Brigade, which is an old Dragonlance novel about the Draconian <laughs> regiments. And that was really awesome. And it, I, had, I read that once upon a time a long time ago. I own it still. And it, but it turns out there's a sequel to it called Draconian Measures. Mm-hmm. so after i read doom brigade i was all stoked on that so i picked up draconian measures on ebay by clicking through the point hammered site purchasing on ebay <laughs> <laughs> and uh so I'm, I'm about to start that but then the disciples of zinch book got in the way so i read through all the disciples of fucking zinch fluff and mm-hmm. info and all that and been staring at all the pretty pictures so that's been really awesome too so so yeah, i've been um, doing a lot of powering reading. through here yeah all of it's really good. There's not one of those books that I wouldn't say was great. So. excellent.
2: Game of Thrones is back on TV, John. I heard that. Have you are you caught up on all the? Have you been watching those? I haven't watched any. Okay, other, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. The way you were talking about stuff that happened in the books. There's answers out there, John. You just have to seek them out. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: okay. But first episodes come out by now, so uh, we watched it as it came out. You can get it through the. Amazon Prime and stuff now, so they're making it easier and easier to view it legally, so it's always good. (laughs) People actually view it legally. People people want to pay for it. Turns out. But, yeah, it was really good. Um, Kind of a nice slow burn, I think we're going to get, is uh, probably going to be setting up for a final epic season here. But it it's kind of weird.
0: out for a while now. There's going to be a big break before the next season.
2: Uh, it's possible. I do follow the seems show It seems like news, so. a few different shows have done that. Like, I think Breaking Bad did that, maybe, where they split the last season into two, even though it wasn't any longer. It wasn't long. It's only going um, to be like a year maybe break. Maybe with Mad Men, too. Yeah, I could see that, potentially. But I've also heard that the last episodes are going to be really long. Like each one will be like an hour and a half, almost. Sure. Out of the eight episode run, but yeah, it's kind of weird that this season's only I think eight episodes too. Because I'm starting to panic. There's already there's only seven left now. <laughs> like, how am I, I going to get enough? <laughs> You're like a I, like a I, I don't it. know. <laughs> Need some of that GOT. So <laughs> um,
0: yeah, good stuff. Okay. I think you dig them if if you want to check them out. I think I might just either wait till all the shows come out and so I can binge it or wait till the books come out in 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> so I can actually finish the books before I commit to the show. Well, it's at the
2: point sp- now where you're probably going to hear stuff that is going to be uh, like I spoilery said, for you.
0: I follow all the online stuff and there's a lot of articles that talks about different things because yeah. it shows up in my Google newsfeed and I read it because it's interesting to me. But I don't know. It is what it is. I don't care if it's a spoiler. Like, cause I have my own theories on where it's going to. Mm-hmm. So in theory, the book and the show have diverged. So it could be a spoiler, but it may not be.
2: That's true. That's true. So, All right. got a music pick? John?
0: Yeah, I'm going to play a tune here by the Lost Dog Street Band. This one's called Dublin Blues. My Dublin Blues.
1: Parlor bar, drinking bad dog margaritas and not caring where you are. Oh, but here I sit in Dublin, just rolling cigarettes, and holding back and choking back the shakes with every breath. Forgive me all my anger Oh, forgive me all my faults unless there's no need to forgive me or oh, for thinking what I thought I loved you from the get-go And I love you till I die I loved you on the Spanish steps The day you said goodbye Oh, and I am just a poor boy Oh, it oh, works my middle a I would not be the same And i stand up and be counted And i face up to the truth I can't walk away from trouble But I can't walk away from you Oh, forgive me all my anger Oh, forgive me all my faults oh, There's no need to forgive me or oh, for thinking what I thought oh, I loved you from the gate And I'll love you till I die. I loved you on the Spanish steps the day you said goodbye. Rest in peace, God coming out of the rain Oh, and I've seen the day bill. I've seen the Mona Lisa too Oh, and I have heard Doc Watson sing Columbus Stockade Blues Oh, forgive me all my anger Oh, forgive me all my faults There's no need to forget me Oh, for thinking what I thought I love you from the get go, and I love you till I die. I loved you on the Spanish steps the day you said goodbye. Lord, I wish I was in Austin, in a chili parlor bar, drinking bad dog margaritas and not caring where you are.
0: Oh, all right. All right. You got a fucking point hammered history to drop on us here, buddy? Oh, yeah, buddy. This one came
2: about through a couple different ways, (laughs) forefront of my thoughts. But we're going back to Raj Podge number one. (laughs) I was thinking about podges for a couple different reasons. One, I'm running one this year. See you see you're coming. Two weeks. We're doing it at a usually uh, renting a room at a hotel up in Wasa. Okay. So we can get a little swifty mm-hmm. as in times of old. And um, I was trying to figure out how many there was and like how many years I've been doing it. Sure. So when I was getting the image for the Facebook group, I saw the last one I had was RajPodge four. And it had a little subtitle, "Rajpodge for 4, Turtles in Time." <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> so this will be the fifth official one. But um, going back, the first one we had was actually, I think, seven years ago. So it would be 2010, <laughs> okay. that yeah. first one, because it was still at that shitty, I think it was a Holiday Inn hotel, technically, or maybe over. a Ramada or something like that. that a, yeah, It was
0: both, I think. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, thinking back, we're literally like pissing
0: in the room yeah,
2: where we we're, were playing the games. We're pissing on one side of the room well, on the uh,
0: wall. In our defense, the place had flooded because it was raining. <laughs> yeah. So, the ballroom was flooding out with water and we got loaded and just started pissing right yeah, the carpet. There was a huge water stain on the carpet. Well, there was like standing water in there.
2: So, <laughs> so it was a total shithole. That place went out of business unsurprisingly and then the uh, insurance company that John and I work for bought it (laughs) raised it to the ground and just now in this last year they've started building a new facility on the spot where that pod used (laughs) to be so maybe for old times sake John, you could sneak over there at some point point, just piss in the corner of a <laughs> conference room I could. For, old, for old times.
0: <laughs> Everything's going to glass now, though. Glass, glass walls. So. Glass, I see. Spotted just, to prevent, the- just to prevent,
2: just stop the pissing problem. <laughs> <laughs> Within closed walls, there's too many people pissing all over. We need to get these glass walls so we can see if anybody's pissing anywhere. So that was the first one. There's two at the Holiday Inn. There was one in the basement at my house, and then one was the year of that I was getting married. So it was about that same time. We just had some bachelor shenanigans, doing some AO. That was the year AOS came out.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, we I remember that. Forced
2: everybody to play a game of it. <laughs> and then last year, uh, we didn't do it at all because little Dano arrived. So he's actually turned uh, one year old earlier this week. Oh, yeah. To quote everybody else. They grow up so fast, John. <laughs> but it's kind of weird uh, as he's been growing. It's like, all right, he's, he's done with bottles now. He's eating normal food. He's just, off the. Just nip. seems weird, yeah. But and then so this year, it'll be year seven, but the fifth kind of a official one. But even even then, it just has a Rajpodge name to it. There's not really any. There might be some infinity. Kind of like a loose narrative, mm. single elimination type thing because okay. there's a lot of Infinity people coming, but yeah. Anybody the, doing the Podge, AOS there? Yeah. Hanson's coming, uh, Broska, everybody I think is bringing, bringing what they have. You okay. Know, we don't know what's going to go down for sure, but sure. there'll be some AOS action if you bring yo shit. I'm sure people will be getting,
0: getting into all sorts of stuff. I have done Infinity for a while, so that'd be fun too.
2: Mm-hmm. But the Raj Podge turning turning seven this year.
0: <laughs> Much like the Raj mentally is when it turn uh, seven. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that
2: old. Thank, thank you, John, for thinking so highly of me. Anyways, you got a podcast, bro?
0: Yeah, so I found this new podcast. It's called Flippin' Orbs, and okay. it's an old-school, 93, 94, Magic the Gathering podcast. <laughs> and there's only like five or six episodes out at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's a dude in Chicago and a dude in Sweden. And they just sit there and talk about old-school magic. So uh-huh. I've been enjoying it. It's a little slow. You can put it on like 2X, and then it's about right because they talk a little slow. And If you're in old-school magic, though, check it out. It's pretty entertaining. They just talk about general deck strategies, how the mm-hmm. tournaments go. They interview the dude who came up with the 93-94 format in one of the first couple episodes talk about uh, old cards, card combos, how the cost of cards is going through the roof cuz the shit's really getting big and it's impossible to even build a deck for anybody that's getting into it now and uh-huh. Uh, there's then they talk about like how to build affordable decks and so that, so it covers the gamut. I don't I don't know how they're going to keep it going, but <laughs> if you're into old school yeah. magic, it's worth listening to. Like I said, it's called Flippin Orbs. Flippin
2: Orbs. And uh, what's the significance of the name? Uh, It's talking about the chaos
0: orb, flipping the chaos orb down on the table. Okay. Uh, Is that that an old power card, John? (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, they got some rules to it now in the format. So now you have to target one specific card Mm -hmm. because if you don't, people just play with their shit spread all over the place. So you can only hit one card with it anyways. (laughs) So to avoid that stupidity, you just have to say, I'm going to target this card and then see if you can hit it. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Cool. So yeah. What do you got for a useful hobby product, dude?
2: Uh, this one's kind of interesting. It's the old GW sculpting tool. Mm. And I'm saying this because somehow I lost that fucking thing.
0: Uh, the one with like the flat, small. Yeah, end, the old and the... the
2: old it was a flat, kind of a broad spearhead. Mm-hmm. And then I had a nice shovely spoon shape, but it wasn't wasn't too deep. Yeah. It was nice. It was a perfect tool. I've been using it for over a decade, and I've been trying to sculpt some stuff on some Byzantines, and I can't not fucking find the damn thing. And every once in a while, Kelly will like need something sharp and pointy, so she'll go in and just grab something. So I think that's what happened here. She claims that she has no knowledge of this, but... It is not in any of my tool cups or on my desk, or I I tore that place apart, so I don't know where the fuck it is. (laughs) But now I'm like, well, I guess I could just buy one. I'm sure as soon as I buy it, it'll show. The old one will show up, and then I'll have two, and then I won't have to worry about (laughs) this ever again. But that's where I ended up. (laughs) Looking looking online, they don't even sell them anymore. They have like a three pack of sculpting tools, and between those three, none of those accurately represent what was on that old one. I, the
0: old double ender, so now I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do here? I want a set of sculpting tools. It must have been Adepticon and it wasn't G dub, it was one of the other manufacturers, and it had that exact tool in it. So you okay. might look at other peeps
2: companies. Yeah. Do you do you have any packaging or any no, any clues there, John?
0: Ah, oh, we could look at the tool, but it's there's so much fucking brown epoxy sculpt. Yeah, that's what happened it. to the the like old the, one. Like the grid around yeah. where your fingers
2: go is just like, <laughs> it's like just sometimes totally. sometimes I'd shave it down, but you can see there's yeah. brown stuff and green stuff just <laughs> permanently stuck into so it. There so there might
0: be a brand on it. It's gotta be one of the more common brands that provide shit to Adepticon as prizes though.
2: Yeah, so if anybody knows what tool we were talking about, or, um you know, it was a really it was like the perfect sculpting tool. I I'm, I'm sure Whatever you learned with is probably the one that you'll think is best. But I learned on that one, so yeah, that's that's, that's that's what I what I use for everything. And I do have some like old dentist tools, mm-hmm. which are all dicking more, around. Yeah, it's like all horrible, worthless. Yeah, There's it like seems more. like a good idea when you're picking them up. You're like, yeah. ah, I'm outsmarting oh, everybody. I'll use these.
0: No, but they're shit.
2: So I got to get something. So hopefully, <laughs> I might have somebody two, can I provide. Could look. Yeah, if but. we can. One you of them got, got kind of one.
0: kind of junked up, so that then I, I don't know if I threw it away or not. But
2: goddamn, that was a nice tool. So if you have it, cherish it, hide it, <laughs> keister it. Don't let your so, wife, don't steal. Yeah, it. cheek it, cheek it. Whenever your wife's around, you never know, when she's gonna steal something like that. So yeah, hobby product, little sculpting tool.
0: You should go fucking steal some of her makeup or something, and use. Right
2: well, I do use her like tweezers and little uh, yeah. scissors. And I'll sometimes use that blow dryer and forget to put it back. Mm-hmm. And
0: <laughs> <laughs> At least it's easy to find. Yeah, but anyways. We got a sex toy?
2: You're saying we don't have a sex toy?
0: No, there's no sex toy. So let's talk a little bit about AOS strategy. So, like I said before, my list was a heavy Minotaur theme. I had a Doomble, I had three units of Minotaur. I had a Gorgon. Three units of Ungor for claiming. I got a fart. <laughs> for claiming objectives. Sale for shooting it because Sail can make it essentially he's a What's, wizard who makes one unit fly 18 inches. It's like a sp- special character or a type of yeah. wizard or something? It's like a Forge World model and then uh, I had a Cockatrice yeah, yeah. Okay. just to get in the way and die. So, my, I took the Bulgore Stampede Battle Scroll which mm-hmm. makes all the the Gorgon, the Three Minotaur and the Doom Bowl better in combat and then, so my goal was really just fucking use Sail, rush the shit forward, see if I can kick ass or not and well, half the time that works. <laughs> so it turns out, though, like all people have to do is set up just fucking rows of cheap troops in front. So like bubble wrap your army mm-hmm. with cheap shit like uh, Empire swordsmen or you know, cheap orc fellas or whatever. And then I fly in, hit that unit, wipe it out. And then their whole army directs A everything at me yeah. and wipes me out. So that's what happened. Four times out of five? <laughs> uh, nah, let's go with three, because one of them, there, there was a special scenario where it didn't pan out that way, but where I just blasted forward, hit the bubble wrap Chaffee unit, disintegrated it, and then got completely schmucked, and that was my unit of nine Minotaur. Mm. Um, so later on, I kind of wizened up, so by the time I got around to playing Tupper with his Stormcast, I put him on a side and brought him up the side, flew him in, and kicked ass on a flank and tried to wrap around versus going straight up the center. And that worked well. They still got wiped out to a man, mm-hmm. to a mino. But they did a lot more damage because he couldn't focus his whole army on him. He can only focus the shit that was over there and he's got to move shit around. Meanwhile, I got stuff on the other side of the table holding objectives and that he in theory can't ignore. Mm-hmm. Um, I had two behemoths, the cockatrice and the gorgon. Both of them are shit. The meta right now, <laughs> they just get fucking wiped out. They Neither of them did anything the whole fucking tournament. Um,
2: yeah. So when you were playing, did were most people using like all the news, news stuff or were there people using old stuff like you? What was uh, like a ratio maybe?
0: Nah, it was pretty like, I'd say more people were using old stuff. I played against the seraphin army, which is lizard men, mm-hmm. and it was all old models. And then I played against uh just a like a good guy combo where it was all humans like Stormcast and Empire and Brett. <laughs> Sounds and like a meal
2: or something you get at a fast
0: food restaurant.
2: Mm. Can I get a good guy combo? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. And uh, it was effective though because I did the dump thing and uh, that was against Marty, like I Martin Orlando. I shot forward, took out the Empire swordsman, <laughs> and then got fucking walloped by unit you know, of Grail Knights and a fucking dude with Galmaraz on a griffin <laughs> that was that
2: uh, and interesting.
0: I, I played against a destruction force which was a shit ton of savage orcs mostly with, there was like 30 shooting guys so they're getting like 90 shots a fucking turn it was insane I mean, you can find and, and, and shoot like yeah two or three giant ogre beasts included with that and that tupperhead Stormcast. i played against him so he had a nice so that was i think that was the only new force i played and then the last guy was undead with Two of the big screaming fucking... Like the Morngul things? M- no. The Terrorgeist with dudes mounted ah, on okay. them. Like a Vamp Lord and then a, I don't know, what do you call it? Ghoul, Ghoul King?
2: Ghoul King. Struggle
0: Str- Ghoul King. But he, he actually had three big units of 30 Skellies. And of course I did the dumbass. Well, my secret objective in that one was to kill his general. So I flew the, six, the nine Minotaur up on turn one. And if I could have got one more wound through, I would have done it. But since I didn't, and he's a vampire, like he and just he starts healing heal. wounds back and yeah. schmucked my whole unit. So that was the end of that. Um, it is like the Minotaur just mow through shit, though. They, they're not very survivable. They have a five-up save, um, four wounds each, so that's all right. But there, like, especially with all the re rolls and the mm-hmm. the war scroll, the war scroll that gives them. Like, if you roll a six to wound, you get an extra attack. But the War Scroll made it two extra attacks. Yeah. And with two axes, you re-roll ones to hit. So you just got to kind of hit all your combos. And if your uh, Doombol doesn't get schmocked and he's in proximity, you get extra attacks. So there's all kinds of bonuses. You just got to fucking pay close attention and stack them. Mm-hmm. I made a really fucking detailed AOS cheat sheet for the tournament, which oh, I don't have gosh. here. But So I just listed, like, here's the hero phase. Here's... Each model, they can do something in the hero phase, and here's what they can do. And then it was like movement phase, same shit. Like the only thing in that phase was Ungor can run and charge. So I had every phase listed out and everything I could do. And then it was, that was like one column on the page. And then on the side, it just said combos. And all the combos are really based on proximity for my army. So mm-hmm. how close you are to the Doom bowl. So then it just said like proximity to Doom bowl. Eight inches for this, sixteen inches for this, and then proximity to sail ten inches so he can cast his fucking fly spell. So when you're setting up, like you could just look at this combo thing and be it's okay. Not, these guys have need to, keep to be referring to your war scroll over right. and over. Right, it's just one spot to look and see everything. And then every turn, every time it's your turn, you just go through it. All right, hero phase. Here's the things I can do. Now it's movement phase. You know, everybody can move. And if I run the ogre, they can still charge. And then shooting phase i only had two guys that could shoot and it listed them like sale has an eight inch shot and the cockatrice has a 10 or 12 inch shot so just this really fucking handy cheat sheet i'm gonna put a post up on the blog and i'll put the cheat sheet on there and i'll put my list on there and talk a little bit about strategies and how it Mm -hmm. went so you'll find that on you magnificent bastards sometime after i edit and post this cast but sure so yeah, it was a lot of fun though. It really it was it was just fun hanging out with the gang and F- feel like old times, John. It did, but there's come a lot come of, again. A lot of new faces. I'm so. sure. Yeah. Um. And plus there's pirate
2: dice, which is always hoot. <laughs> uh-huh. Somehow you get that reflected in the overall
0: scores. Uh, you're yeah. Sitting pretty good, the undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> if I could swap out my one game with uh, my wins in p- pirate dice, I'd mean, mm-hmm. have been sitting all right. But I think I went. Three and two, maybe two and three, but I was was middle of the pack. Actually, out of like 30 people, I was pretty low at the end. I was like 22. Mm -hmm. But again, my strategy was let's be really aggressive and just see what happens here. And it was more of a learning experience. And uh, next time I'll be a lot wiser with it. Like I said, by the time I played Tump, I had figured it out. But on game five, I had a weird objective that I needed to hit. So I threw caution to the wind and didn't pan out. <laughs> so there's a few options. I could put 12 Minotaur in that unit instead of nine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I mean getting rid of some Ungor. But we'll okay. see. Once this uh, Frost frostlord's painted, I'm going to go back and do some Bolovers. Good times overall. Overs. Yeah, it was good. Tournament
2: well run. Domus was running everything,
0: right? Yeah. Domus ran it. It was good. Like I said, I took best painted and had a fucking swell time.
2: Has, has next year been announced? Is that happening again?
0: He said they're going to do it again and Tommy said they're going to do it again. They just Tom wasn't sure he would like just running it and not playing not, but he said he really enjoyed just walking around and talking to mm-hmm. people and drinking beers and So yeah. Good, deal. good times.
2: Fucking good times. Excellent. Well, I think that's about it, man. Anything
0: else? Yeah, make sure you click through the site boynhammer.com. What that? What are beaks? Just the tips. I should go look. I don't I don't I don't remember getting a payment in a while, so the beaks must not be getting wet these days. Pretty parched. These pee holes are getting pretty dry. <laughs> so if you're thinking about this? Uh, I don't know. Hook us up, man. If you buy anything on ebay, Amazon. Mm-hmm. You want to switch to Ting? I still fully support Ting. Oh yeah. It's been great to me. Do we
2: have a question of the month? No. Question of the month. Should there be a
0: question of the month? <laughs> no, I think we should just drop it. <laughs> so there will not be any more questions of the month. So affect that segment. We'll mm-hmm. come up with something different, though.
2: Well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> keep on, keep it on.
0: So, that's all we got then. We're going to. What's that? Eight years
2: of podcasting. Yeah. I don't think, I think June it wasn't was much our... fanfare. I don't even think we. Did we mention it last time? Or we just we, s- we completely space
0: it? it. I don't, yeah, we mentioned it. I don't it. remember. But, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but, but, yeah. Oh, we mentioned it two episodes ago, I think. Yeah, I think it was two episodes it. and forgot it was about it. up, and then we passed it. <laughs> that's been it. Yeah, we Anyway, I'm getting pretty hobby motivated, so I'm going to try and drag you into this a little more often Then we the have hobby been.
2: is a wheel, my friends. <laughs> Sometimes you're crushed underneath it. Sometimes you're on top, and you can see the whole world.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, okay. All right. Well, sounds good to me.
0: We're going to go out Just here the- with a song by a fellow named Benjamin Todd. He's the singer from Lost Dog Street Band, but this is part of his solo act. This tune is called Using Again. Oh, my. Suck. My balls.
1: I'm living low down And I'm using again I'm hating my name Cause I'm cursed like my If I should see you before I'm condemned I hope you're deceived by the webs that I spin I wish I was who I appear Cause I despise the man in the mirror Lost deep inside of my dirty old soul Some starry-eyed boy never taught self-control The cost of my living was more than I planned So I held the needle like a gun in my hand And I wish I was who I appeared Cause I despise the man in the mirror The memories I've got torture my head I don't know God but I heard he was dead And if I am wrong in judgment I stand I will not repent cause I don't give a damn You can send me to hell with the rest of my friends And I wish I was who I appeared Cause I despise the man in the mirror I'm living low down and I'm using again